Welcome to Readjusting My Crown Podcast, a show designed to help you release patterns that no longer serve you and claim the life of happiness, healing, and success you deserve on your terms. I'm your host, Carlicia Lewis, and I'm passionate about empowering you to put your best foot forward in order to live your life unapologetically. Every week you'll get insight and tips on different topics surrounding personal development, establishing and maintaining relationships with others, and overall working to become the very best version of you. Be sure to head over to the Readjusted My Crown Facebook page to continue the conversation after each episode. Let's get started. Thrivers, it has been a while since the last podcast episode and so much has happened good and bad. We're still heavy in the middle of the pandemic. COVID does not seem to be slowing down, at least not here in Houston. It seems that we are currently on the third wave of it. And unfortunately, there's still a lot of people testing positive. I'm getting news left and right about friends. I've had coworkers diagnosed with it, some family members that have tested positive, and there's been a lot of people I know that have lost loved ones during this time, including myself. I just want to remind you guys to remain encouraged, but careful, and know that although this situation is a serious one, we will get through it. I know there's been a lot of stress about school being back in and kids returning right in the middle of things being so hectic and the numbers being so high. Sports in school have definitely been a big topic in my household. My son was very anxious to return to school, and he wants no parts of doing remote learning from home. I guess he's had enough of that in the past, and he misses the in-person interactions, and he's wanting to play football, and that's going really well. So I'm just keeping a positive outlook, and I'm very happy that the coaches and the teachers at his school are doing a good job of keeping things sanitary and doing the best they can to keep COVID away. And luckily, we've only had, I think, three or four cases since school started at his school. So that's a plus. So I'm just going to continue to pray for the ongoing good health and safety of the school faculty, the kids, and everyone going to work during these times. I hope that everyone is making the decisions that are best for their households and safest for their households. And I hope that those in position to make decisions continue to make them with our safety in mind. But enough about COVID, because I know you guys didn't come here to experience more COVID news and gripes. (laughs) How are you feeling emotionally, physically? How are you holding up right now with everything that's going on and all the changes that are being made for the rest of 2020? I want to hear from you, so be sure to head over to our Facebook group called Crown Conversations, where we discuss a little bit of everything from life to personal growth and improving relationships with others. We are still in the process of growing the group, and I would love for you to invite any ladies you know that may be interested in having healthy conversation in a safe sisterhood setting. It looks like Crown Conversations is going to be the main source of communication for the readjusting my crown ladies in order for all of us to remain safe during this pandemic. 
I've discussed some fun activities with some of the ladies that we could do via Zoom in order to still get the hangout outing experience while still social distancing. So I'm waiting on follow-up from that. Um, Definitely want to get the vision boards done before the new year begins. We discussed some things like game nights, maybe a paint and sip Zoom night, or even getting together via Zoom to burn some calories. So we do have a lot of things we're trying to work out to keep the group interacting during this time. So stay tuned for that. But getting to the podcast episode topic, I wanted to speak about something that's extremely important right now. And that topic is the upcoming election. Now, before you start raising eyebrows and giving me the side eye like, oh, Lord, she's about to tell me who to vote for. (laughs) This is not at all what this podcast is about. I'm not here to force anyone to vote for a specific person because that's a personal choice. And you have every right to vote for your beliefs and values and how they match up with the candidates that are running. This episode is going to just touch on tips that will help you get through this stressful time. As we count down the days till election day, it's a week away. I don't know how things are going where you are, but there's a lot of tension and stress that seems to be at an all-time high right now while people are voting and people are preparing to vote. I'm actually going to go and vote tomorrow. I'm very excited about that. This election seems to be way more hectic than others have been in the past, and it seems like more people are fighting, falling out, and dealing with chaos this time around. So this episode is dedicated to helping you maintain your sanity, as well as maintaining your relationships during this election time. So I came up with a quick list. This podcast isn't going to be long. I just wanted to do a quick list of things that may help you deal with maintaining your relationships during this time. Number one, understand that Facebook posts are not going to change too many people's minds on what they already believe. I know we all like to get on our platform and we all like to get on our, our soapbox and tell people what we feel and tell people what's wrong with them and what's right with them and everything else. But just understand that during this time, more than likely, most people have already made their minds up on who they're going to vote for. They already know who they support. And making Facebook posts is not going to change anyone's mind in this time. Number two, try to mute or unfollow people that drain you with their constant political posts. And the reason why I say that is because even if we're interested in politics, it can get overwhelming to see that day in, day out, especially with the candidates we currently have. In my opinion, neither one of them is the greatest candidate. Is there neither one of them are candidates I would have selected first. However, I do understand that we have to choose from the candidates that we have. But it can be stressful and it can make your nerves bad when you're always getting online and the only thing you see day in, day out is people arguing about their candidate that they believe in versus the candidate that they're not going to vote for. It it just can get really stressful. And even when you don't want it to, it has a tendency to drain your energy, to drain your positive vibes. 
So mute if you have to. Unfollow people if you have to. And keep in mind that social media isn't the only source of news. You can actually turn on the TV to get your updates. You can go on a news website to get your updates. You don't necessarily have to be on Facebook, Instagram, or anywhere else where there's a comment section or the ability to comment on other people's posts in order to get your political news. But if you do choose to use those social media outlets, then be sure to take advantage of that mute button. Sometimes you may have to mute some people until the election is over because some people get overwhelming. I've already muted quite a few people on my friends list. Why? Because constantly day in, day out, they're they're attacking people for their beliefs. They're overloading us with content that is completely biased and it's just not a good vibe and although that may be a person that I would like to continue to be friends with that's not somebody I want to hear from right now in the midst of all this election stuff so I have utilized my mute button more during this time than I ever have before and there's nothing wrong with that the person that you're muting or unfollowing doesn't even know that you muted them or unfollowed them So you can just reactivate the the follow button when the election is over or when you feel more comfortable dealing with their antics. Number three, try not to consume yourself with politics and still enjoy your life. I get it that this is a very important thing and I get that the election is something that everyone is wanting to be involved in and everyone is encouraging you to vote and it's a great thing however when you consume yourself with too much of something sometimes it has a negative effect you want to be sure that you're still getting out and enjoying your life as best as possible during a pandemic you want to be sure that you're still mentally stable enough to still go to work to still maintain relationships with others outside of the internet and outside of politics. And you want to be sure that you're still keeping yourself with enough positive energy so that it doesn't affect your day and it doesn't affect your work week. Because when you start getting too consumed with things that drain all your energy, you're not able to give your best effort elsewhere. So it's important to sometimes step outside of politics and and still enjoy yourself. This thing is going to be here. No matter what, someone's going to get elected and life will still go on. So make the best of it and just be sure not to swamp yourself with the negativity that's surrounding this election. Number four is to be mindful of informative posts versus offensive And I'm sure you guys know what I'm talking about. (laughs) There are some people that post to inform others. They're giving you the tips. They're giving you the candidates. They're giving you the candidates' platforms and what they believe in. And then there's the offensive people that are just posting opinions. They're yelling at others that don't believe the same as them. They're criticizing other people's supporters that don't support the same party. They're calling names. They're doing things just to belittle others. And even though we see a lot of other people doing that, sometimes we fall into that pattern as well. 
it can be easy when you're using a platform like Facebook, Twitter, or other social media apps. It, it can definitely be very easy to let our opinions get out of hand and our willingness to get loose with our opinions. It, it's easy to let that get out of control at times. And before you know it, you're offending people and you didn't even intend to. But it's just because you're so used to being opinionated on your own page, your own platform, that sometimes we don't think about how that affects others. So just be mindful of what you're posting and ask yourself, is what I'm posting helpful to someone else during this election time? Or am I being offensive? Am I trying to be offensive? Are my intentions pure? Am I trying to inform others, really, genuinely? Or am I just trying to low-key throw shade at other people who don't believe or don't support the same way I support? Just be mindful of those things. Number five, also be mindful of your jokes because you never know who's silently in support of who you're against. And the reason why I put that in there is because I had my own situation with some friends who I didn't know believed and voted for someone opposite of who I'm voting for and in support of. So I would crack a lot of jokes that I didn't think had any bearing on anything because I guess I somewhat assumed that we kind of had the same moral compass. We kind of had the same beliefs and values. So Every now and then I would crack little jokes that I didn't think were harmful at all and I didn't think much of and it wasn't until one of those friends blew up at me that I realized, oh, she's not necessarily for the same people that I'm for. So it, it just made me feel like crap and it was a situation that kind of made things go really sour and it opened the door to a, a lot of things that I didn't realize were issues. And it definitely made me start paying more attention to the things that I say and joke about because not everyone thinks the same things are funny. And sometimes when you don't know what someone else believes in, sometimes you can offend them without realizing it. So just wanted to put that in there for you to be mindful because you you never know and if someone never says who they support you don't know if you're offending them or not so sometimes it's best just to stay neutral and keep those kind of topics out of conversation with your friends if you're not sure if those friends are okay with having those kind of conversations which leads me to number six and number six is to keep politics out of friendships if you feel the friendship is too important to lose. And once again, sometimes you don't know what someone believes in. So if you value a friendship and you don't know where they stand with that kind of thing, which Honestly, I feel that you should, but sometimes you don't. With those two friends, I, I just realized what they were in support of. And I've been friends with them for years. So sometimes you don't really know because 
you might not talk about politics at all. So it's best if you don't know or if you ask about politics or if you bring up politics and the response isn't a great one. Sometimes it's best to keep that conversation with others that you are comfortable talking about that with or with others that have already expressed to you they're open to talking about those kind of things because one thing we know for sure is that politics religion and a lot of other beliefs have a tendency to cause rifts in friendships and relationships with others when there's a difference in opinion and Even though as friends, we should be able to talk about any and everything, there are still some things that are really touchy. And not every friendship is on that level to talk about things like that because some people cross politics into personal beliefs and sometimes race gets brought into it and everything else and things that are more personal than the politics itself. And not everybody can draw the line between the two. So it's just important that if you don't feel like politics is something that you as a friend can discuss with that person, then avoid it altogether. Especially if you feel like it's going to cause drama. Number seven is to avoid arguments online. At the end of the day, no one wants to be embarrassed publicly. So you're not going to always be met with approval and validation and people agreeing with you when you comment on other people's posts, especially when you have a difference of opinion than the person that's posting. So if you feel that someone is posting something that you don't agree with sometimes the best thing to do is just to keep scrolling and act like you didn't see it at all not everything deserves a response not everything deserves you saying I disagree and not everyone wants to be corrected or feel as if they're being corrected so the easiest thing is just to scroll by things that you don't agree with I know it's hard sometimes. It's definitely been very difficult for me during this time around the election coming up. It's been very, very hard for me to scroll past a lot of different comments, especially when it's someone that's misinforming their their followers. But because I don't want to get into these unnecessary drawn out arguments with people, half of them I don't even know. It's just best that I keep it moving and avoid the arguments altogether because it's going to turn into an argument. Number eight, talk politically with level-headed people and not just people who vote like you, but level-headed people in general and talk offline where things can actually be understood. And the reason why I say this is You learn a lot and you get different perspectives when you talk with people that have different views than you. So that's important when you're trying to grow, even if it's just growing your education of politics in general. Sometimes talking with someone who doesn't necessarily support the way you support can open your eyes to things that you haven't seen before. So... I'm not opposed to talking to people who are voting opposite of what I'm voting for. 
However, they have to be level-headed. They have to be people that are willing to hear other perspectives and not just sprout their own. And when I say talk offline, I, I say that because a lot of things get misconstrued and misinterpreted online. Um, it, it's very easy to confuse someone's tone with being condescending, to, for being dismissive, and things of that nature when you're just reading the words online and when they're just trying to keep it short and simple or they're just using emojis and things of that nature. It's very, very easy to misconstrue things. So it's best when you're talking about politics to hop offline and actually have a conversation, whether it be on the phone, whether it be face to face. I think there will be a healthier conversation and a more meaningful debate about politics when you're actually talking without the without the social media platform without other people being able to like laugh or put sad faces or anything else on your comments it's just a lot easier and it's less distractions when you can actually have a in-person or over the phone conversation with someone where everything can be understood everything can be explained and you can kind of sense someone else's tone number nine it doesn't have to be anyone's business who you vote for and the reason why i say that is because often a lot of these arguments online start because we're so quick to go online and tell everyone who we support and it doesn't mean you have to hide it and be ashamed of who you support but just know that when everyone knows who you're voting for, you kind of open yourself up for criticism. You open yourself up for people trying to convince you that's not the way to vote. You open yourself up for a lot of different things. If no one knows who you're voting for, no one can argue against who you're voting for. So just keep that in mind. Everything doesn't have to be on display on social media. It doesn't have to be anyone's business who you vote for. And you don't have to feel like you have to talk about who you're voting for with anyone. Don't let anyone force you into that. Number 10, be honest with your loved ones about how their views and beliefs make you feel if it's important to you. And that goes back to a situation that I had with friends who I had an issue with or more so one of the friends had an issue with me in that situation because of the difference in views and beliefs and I say be honest with your loved ones and that includes family friends whoever because if they don't know how you've made them feel they'll keep doing whatever it is that they're doing just like when I didn't know who my friends were in support of I was making jokes about something that highly offended them, but I never knew until the big blow up. And when the blow up happened, I could have just left it alone and just been mad at them. But then I turned around and actually talked to them and said, hey, I don't like the way you attacked me. Is there something we need to discuss? Are, are my views and beliefs offensive to you? What did I say wrong? Because I'm one of those people that I have to get to the bottom of things. I need to know why you're upset. So when the blow up actually happened, I still didn't know 
that it was because of my assumptions of who they were voting for. I I had no idea that it had to do with anything like that. But then I found out later in a roundabout way that that's exactly what it was. And it was me being accused of being judgmental. And it was all because I cracked a joke about supporters of a candidate that I'm not voting for. So don't be afraid to be honest and open with your friends. If it's if you feel their relationship with that person is important to you, it's important to talk about your, your beliefs and your values. Because sometimes values and beliefs can make or break a friendship or make or break a relationship. There are some things that are non-negotiables, and I think those things should be expressed. You don't necessarily have to talk about who you're voting for, but I think in relationships and establishing and maintaining relationships, there is a need for you to be on the same page as far as beliefs and values. Number 11 is seek clarity instead of assuming who someone is voting for. If you care enough, because I know that not everyone does, but if you care enough and you feel that a friend or a family member is voting for someone that may be doing things that are detrimental to you or detrimental and and don't align with, with your own beliefs and your own values, talk to that person. Ask them why they support who they support. Ask them what the benefits are. Gain some perspective and understanding instead of automatically assuming that they're voting for a person for a particular reason. Number 12, don't attack anyone for their views. And I say that because there's a lot of people that are just bashing other people. They are going out of their way, especially online, to find the most offensive quotes and find the most offensive articles in order just to attack other people for their views and make them feel small. And that shouldn't be anyone's goal right now. But unfortunately, there are a lot of people doing that. There is a lot of mudslinging. And unfortunately, due to the candidates that we have, they are some of them are setting an example that's not so great for the U.S. citizens. So even though you see a lot of people attacking others, don't fall for the okie doke. Don't join them and add fuel to the fire. If you want to understand someone's views, seek to understand them. Ask for clarity. Seek perspective. But don't attack. And last but not least, number 13 is to learn how to gracefully walk away from relationships with people that have deal breaker views. In the times that we are living in, um, racial tension is at an all-time high. And unfortunately, there are a lot of people that are willing to overlook that racism and overlook those those hateful things that have been done, that have been said, and the hateful things that are inciting other people to hurt others. That's not okay for me. So if I feel that I'm establishing and maintaining relationships with people who are in support of that, that's an automatic deal breaker for me. 
racism will never be okay in my book. Harming others will never be okay in my book. And I can't see myself continuing to be cool with anyone who feels like those things are okay or those things can be excused or ignored as long as something else benefits them. So you have to learn how to understand that that's what's going on first and foremost and understand that that is someone's view. But once you understand that and see where that person is coming from, you have to make a decision to am I going to remain friends with this person and feel some type of way or am I going to keep it moving and kind of distance myself because we don't have the same moral compass and this will cause big issues later or this will cause me to always feel some type of way. And in doing so, once you make that decision on if you're going to keep that person around or kind of let it let it die out, you still have to be willing to walk away gracefully. It, there doesn't have to be an argument. There doesn't have to be a big blow up. There doesn't even have to be a major announcement of, hey, I'm cutting you off. Learn how to just simply do you and distance yourself in a way that doesn't have to cause a lot of commotion. I don't I don't need to yell to the world that I'm no longer friends with someone because they believe in racism or they're okay with racism as long as it doesn't affect them. I don't have to yell at that person. I don't have to scream cuss words and attack that person's character or anything else. I just need to be able to say to myself, this isn't going to work. And I may be able to say that to that person also, but if not, I have to just learn how to silently remove myself from things that don't serve me or things that will hurt or harm me, whether emotionally, physically, whatever it is. So I just wanted to share those quick tips with you guys. I hope that you find them helpful. Um, I hope that you guys all remain very graceful very hopeful and positive during this election time. We're a week away from the big election and I'm sure everyone is on edge wondering what is going to happen, who's going to be elected as president, and even in our local elections because all of it is important. Every single bit of it is important. So I hope you guys vote. I hope you guys stay safe. And I will see you next week. Thanks for hanging out with me. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you'll never miss an episode. And until next time, ready, set, grow. (laughs) 